Hope Bridge is on a gospel-led mission to transform the foster care landscape in Ohio. We're here to raise awareness and empower churches and communities to step into action by supporting vulnerable children and families in their local communities. In this podcast, we'll be shining a light on stories of hope, redemption, and transformation, and sharing practical ways that you can step in and get involved. Welcome to Restoried, a podcast by Hope Bridge. Welcome, everybody. We're just so excited that you're here to join us as we share about Hope Bridge and introduce ourselves. Today, you have me with you, Nicole Bowman. I'm the director of foster care for Hope Bridge. And we also have... I'm Melanie Montgomery. I'm the director of our Single Moms program. And I'm Brian Troyer, and I'm director of church engagement. And I am Lisa Robertson, and I am the executive director of Hope Bridge. And... um, We are just going to tell you a little bit about Hope Bridge today and what brought us here, what led us to launching Restoried, and just kind of who we are and what we do for Hope Bridge to just kind of intro everything that we're doing and what has led us here to where we are today. And so our official mission statement as Hope Bridge is planting seeds of hope by creating Christ-centered communities for vulnerable children and families. And so we sort of started with that as our mission, but it has expanded just over the last 10 months, really. Mm-hmm. Let's say we officially became Hope Bridge around January. And so our our Christ-centered communities for vulnerable children and families has expanded. And so we talk a lot around here about the foster care system being a river. So you heard Nicole talk about she's the director of foster care. Mel is director of single moms. Brian is director of um, church engagement. And so we have all these different sectors and areas. And so when we measure that against this river analogy that we use, we're kind of landing in three areas of prevention, intervention, and restoration. And so we borrow this analogy from the Riverside Project in Houston, but we talk about standing along a river and you notice children struggling among the rapids. And so what is your natural response? Do you just dive into the waters and pull them out? And um, for many, that is the natural response. And that's where we find our foster care program. So Nicole heads that up, and in that program, we are supporting foster, adoptive, and kinship families in our community, and they are there doing that intervention work, pulling the kids out of the waters. Um, But at some point, people need to head upstream and figure out why they're falling in to begin with, and so we call that our prevention program, and that's where Mel steps in. She is the director of our single moms program. So preventatively, we're working with vulnerable single moms to step into their stories before there's any sort of child welfare involvement. Um, Or maybe there's past involvement and we're just trying to prevent it from happening again. But that's um, that prevention piece of Hope Bridge. And then we're working to build an aging out youth program for the restorative piece. And that would be downstream, helping the the kids that are coming out of the waters without a family to call home forever. And 
kind of overarching over all of those programs is our church engagement piece. So that's what Brian is leading up and working with churches, helping them to understand the need to see the issues in our local communities and to help them learn how they can step in preventatively in the intervention area by wrapping around foster families in their congregation or just recognizing the needs to support and mentor um, youth that are aging out of the foster care system. So that's kind of us in a nutshell and where we are as an organization. So something unique about our team here at Hope Bridge is just that we all have been foster and adoptive families almost exclusively with our staff. And so it does bring a unique perspective, unique experiences. Um, but with that, we've all had different experiences too. And so that has led us into different roles at Hope Bridge and placed us in different areas and giftings. And so, Nicole, talk a little bit about that. Like you are a director of foster care. With your experience as a foster and adoptive family, how has that served you in this role? I think just having the experience of like feeling the need to be supported as we were on our journey. There were times that we felt like we were on uh, an island No one really understood what we were going through. And it wasn't until that I reached out to others in the space that I felt understood and cared for. And I think for me, a huge part of why I do what I do is just so that others know that they're not alone on this journey and that it does take everybody collectively to care for these children, not just the two people who are hosting them in their home. And so if we can create that space where families feel understood, they felt seen, they're encouraged like I know that, that that rippling effect will be that they can care for those children better and care for them well um, and even care for the biological families of those children. So I think it's absolutely important to be able to serve families as they are fostering, as they are adopting, as they are doing kinship care. Um, that's been important for me. And, and Brian, I know that you and your wife as well have been in that space. And, and we're one of the families that we served yeah. when we were just newly um, – starting out and, but you are also very active in your church and church engagement. And so like, how do you feel about that when, when you are now working with churches and being that foster family and, and now you're, you're serving as church engagement director? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty cool to think about how we got a placement and, uh, I remember you guys showing up with a crib for us to have an extra bed for our one placement and just how helpful and supported that was. And so just recognizing like the need for support and community and other people coming alongside of us. Something that I've been like thinking through a lot is in creation, you know, God created everything and it was good. And then it came to man being by himself and he said it was not good. So even before sin entered the world and there was brokenness, it wasn't good for man to be alone and we need community. It was a call for relationship. And, and so that's something that I've seen that we have kind of like, stepped away from as a church and as people away from relationship. And so I think it's a place where the church is naturally called to, Mm -hmm. to step in and form those communities around single moms, foster families, vulnerable families, um, people in hard spots. And that's a huge call of what my heart is, is for the church to step in and, and be that community for those around them that are struggling. Brian, I love what you were saying about community. It was making me think about when we got licensed to foster I don't want to give away too many details because you're going to learn more about us individually in future episodes, but just building up that community and supporting birth families was a huge passion for me and a reason why I wanted to be a foster mom. Um, And our story didn't necessarily end up 
working out that way, but I love what I'm doing now because I know that that seed and that passion that God planted in my heart in that season was not for nothing and is being used now in a different way through Hope Bridge and through the Single Moms Program because I do get to walk with vulnerable moms who are just trying to do what all moms are doing out here winging it, you know, trying to take care Mm -hmm. of our kids and have healthy relationships and find time for ourselves and just do all the things. It's so cool to just hear quick little recaps from all of you because we're just in this crazy day today of like, you know, there's always something new that's calling for our needs in this space of ministry and to just sit and listen and recap and how God has brought all of us here and the uniqueness to our stories, but how it's just serving each program that God's placed us in. It's, it's very humbling. So with that, how does Hope Bridge come to want to launch a podcast and, and where did the name Restoried come from? Well, we've always talked about doing a podcast only. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of was thinking true crime, but you know, (laughs) I feel like sometimes uh, in this world that we are in, it's, very relatable. And so um, so we had joked for years uh, around my kitchen table, a group of us foster and adoptive moms about doing a podcast. But there's an, a local organization, a counseling agency, and they will occasionally do a su- support group for those who've had traumatic experiences and abuse, and they call it Restoried. And it's just thinking about our stories and the story of foster care and how it can be so broken and seem so broken. And how many times right in the middle of our stories, they seem so hard and disappointing. But I think if you step in and you look at it from a bird's eye view of the big picture and of it as God's story, we tell that story a little bit differently. And we can take those hard stories and we can change them to have a meaningful, um, it's it's a meaningful story. It's a story that God has written that we just weren't aware of. Um, I was listening to a podcast, which is what I do often, um, not that long ago, uh, author Jerry Sitzer uh, was on, he wrote a book, A Grace Disguised. And after going a lot of major losses in his life, losing his whole family almost, and he talked about the story of Joseph and how many times in Joseph's story, they were very hard. We look at Joseph's story and we just think of, wow, he had all these colorful, this colorful robe and then he was second in command of Pharaoh. But then we don't stop and think about all the times that his story was full of disappointment. He was in the pit. He was disappointment. His brothers threw him there. And many times our stories, you know, we're in that disappointment. But a lot of times we have to remember that we can, you know, God has, he's gone before us. You know, he knows the bigger picture. And so um, I think we don't have to sit in those disappointments. And sometimes if we tell our story while we're sitting in that disappointment, it's completely different the way we tell the story from when we see what God's done. So I know in my own life, that's just how it's been, you know, disappointments galore. And then there's times I can just sit back and see what God has done through those disappointments, Mm -hmm. just like a Joseph story. So for sure. And how, like, it's a matter of how we respond to those stories how we have people to walk with us in those stories. And so if we can do that for foster kids, for single moms, for aged out youth, give them a chance to change that story, that narrative that they've been part of, been taught the, their whole life of what really they are in some ways. And um, being able to give them a chance to change that story and, and write a new one that is maybe a brighter, happier ending in some ways. 
think the other big goal behind wanting to launch the podcast was to raise awareness. Again, as foster and adoptive parents, we know there are so many different layers to these stories and there tends to be a narrative, you know, in the media. And I often say like the lifetime movie version of things. And I think we just wanted a chance to get into the space to share our perspective, especially for some of us in the group now on the other side of foster care as adoptive parents, just to share that like the story doesn't end at adoption. You know, that's not the closing of the book. It's just the beginning of a new chapter. And just like there are really tough and broken and messy things in foster care. They're tough and broken and messy things in adoption too. And so if we can bring a light to that and help people to learn more about that and to hear positive stories too, I think that was a big goal for us. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many um, negative stories surrounding the word foster care. And, um, you know, I know that this is an issue nationwide, but certainly in our local counties, um, they are desperate for foster families. And so we're kind of like, what is the barrier here? What is the barrier for families to step in and do this work? We know that it's hard. We know that it's, you know, you're in the trenches, you're on the front lines with these kids, but we've, we've all walked it and we've done it. And, um, we, we can all say at the end of the day that all of the hardship that we walked through and all of the trying seasons, it was worth it. Mm -hmm. And so we want to raise that awareness. We want to give you stories that, yeah, they're, they're probably going to be hard to hear, but there's also hope in them. And I would think that, you know, that's, that's one of our biggest goals here is to bring you real stories, but, but to shine a light of hope on them because, they're there. And that is the story when we're doing this um, mission mindedly and the call of Christ, he's, he's bringing hope to dark places. And we just hear that among churches that we're working with and families that are serving alongside us that they want to help. They know that there's a need. They just don't know how to step in. And so um, we want to have that conversation with you and give you practical ways that you can step in, whether you're going to listen to a few episodes and feel like you're called to become a foster family, or you're going to listen and just know how to love that grandma in your congregation that's caring for her grandkids better. So there's just so many ways that you can step in if you're looking at the issues through a foster care lens. And um, so our goal is to help you to see it that way. Yeah, and that we can recognize that it's a very gospel-led mission as well. Like it's not just some people being willing, but it's the gospel call of us stepping into hard places and walking with people, and then also normalizing us. Like foster, we're not normal, Brian. yeah. Well, we're not normal, <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, we were normal before we yeah. did foster care, and we're certainly not heroes, which is what people, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, right, yeah. call foster right. parents a lot. We're heroes or angels on earth. We're not. Right. We're just. And I feel like most of us, we've had hard things in our lives prior to foster care. Mm -hmm. And it was those very things that made us realize that we could step into that need. And, and that when we sit down with somebody who, who's lost their children to the system, who's struggling, like we can relate to them. We can, you know, look, I've been in hard places too. Look, I have my own struggles too. And we all know that together that we are, we can be a team, you know, it can be a team with the biological families. We can be a team mm -hmm. with the social workers. Um, and it's just been, it's just been amazing mm -hmm. um, to think yeah. that, you know, we all can do this. Everybody can do this. Not everybody's called to be a foster parent, but we all, we are all called to care for the vulnerable and the hurting. Yeah. And we all can do foster care one way or another, you know. 
So on, on Restoried, you're going to be hearing from all four of us. And so this might look a little different than some of the other podcasts that you're listening to, but um, we're all kind of co-hosting together depending on what we're talking about. So you're going to hear from me, Lisa, you'll hear from Nicole, you'll hear, hear from Melanie and Brian, and we'll be talking to other people too. But, um, you know, what you can expect is stories of hope and stories surrounding foster care and supporting single moms and vulnerable families and how your church can get involved and all the different areas that Hope Bridge is pressing into, we're going to be talking about. You're also going to be hearing our personal stories. So that's kind of how we're going to be kicking this podcast off is you'll hear from each of us individually and we'll share more of our personal stories um, what led us to where we are now with Hope Bridge and the roles that we're working in here. And um, so we want you to follow along, subscribe, and stay tuned for those episodes because there is just so much to share and so much that God has done in such a short amount of time that it's impossible to pack it into just one episode. So if we've got you feeling curious and interested in learning more, the best thing you can do is definitely go check out our website, www.hopebridgeohio.org and follow us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Hopebridge Ohio. Yeah. So follow us, subscribe, stay tuned. We'll have um, more episodes where you can learn more about us. And um, there's lots of opportunities to serve with Hopebridge, but those are all posted on social media and on our volunteer page on our website. So you can check us out there. Hey guys, thank you for hanging with us this week. We will be here with a couple of episodes this week and next week. Check us out. Looking forward to hanging with you.